Hello, hello everybody, this is Dennis Allen. You're listening to the City Boy Homesteader Podcast, a city boy who gave it all up to find happiness, financial freedom, and a better way to live life. Together, we can learn and accomplish everything. Anything or everything, I forgot what I used to say. Um, Today is Wednesday, October 23rd. Uh, We just finished recording a cup of Joe with Joe. Uh, This is episode 70 now. And I am doing the full interview with who? Who am I sitting with? Happy Valley Heidi. Happy Valley Heidi. So we already recorded the first section. Um, we're going to jump in the sec- second section. We're going to talk more about the lovely sodas that you have and maybe some ways that sodas can just help change people's lives for the better and hopefully not for the worse. But I think we could do it for the better. We've been chit-chatting a little bit and... Uh, I forgot to hit record on the thing, but who cares? Hi, everybody. Hi, friends. We forgot the intro, but it's here's episode the intro. seventy. Episode seventy. Who do we have? Happy Valley Heidi. Hello. All right. <laughs> As you can tell, we are also recording for YouTube because we like to get all different kinds of social media out there. Uh, Heidi and I are very active in the social media world. You know, we're we try to promote our different things, and that's how we met, I guess. You know, just seeing each other out there. You know, <laughs> that's really what it that's right met i had social media marketing but not even at an event just doing it just doing so, it so hey things happen so we're gonna i'm gonna cut the first part of the interview in here and then um we'll just jump right into the end of it i guess is that what fine we can, we can start with soda we can start with uh dennis and i just have a lot in common that's and, right and uh we both we, we see the silver lining and everything and i think that that's what's the guiding principle of all who that we, we are. do. And yeah, yeah, we are. absolutely. So let me cut in the first section of the ending of the Cup of Joe with Joe, and we'll be right back right now, actually. Joe had to step out. He was on the podcast. Who do we have here? We have somebody in Joe's replacement. Happy Valley Heidi. Happy Valley Heidi. Out Welcome, Happy Nelheim. Valley Heidi. Thank you for coming in this beautiful uh, Wednesday day for a Cup of Joe with Joe. It's my pleasure. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so, uh, tell us about yourself. Who are you? How'd you get to the valley? What's uh... well? I came up here four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my children's dad is from Howard, Pennsylvania, and I'd been coming up here since the '90s. Nice. And we were living in South Florida, and it just dawned on me that I was ready for a change. So we uprooted the family mm-hmm. and uh, settled out here in Center County, and it's been bliss ever since nice and so today you brought us some sodas i brought some sodas and little babies okay effervescent children very nice (laughs) and you're a big believer in sodas you think it's a a different alternative to you know going out and just grabbing a coke or something or just you know a beer or something absolutely these craft sodas have so much nostalgia and uh, a lot of history. So these are uh, red ribbon sodas, and mm-hmm. they're made by Nitrota Bottling. They've been around since 1904. Wait, 1904? Na- 1904, <laughs> wow. yep. And they're still using the machinery that's from the 20s. No. Yep. And really? um, it, it, it's really interesting. It's like going to Santa's workshop. It's it's one gentleman who's been working the, the factory for like 40 years. That's his baby. And um, it, it, it is. It's very rustic. You you feel like you could put your own coveralls on, and mm-hmm. and you're you're back in in time. And uh, small batches of these sodas, um, really refreshing. They have a it's called pinpoint carbonation. Mm-hmm. So the way that they carbonate is uses dry ice, and so it's got these wow. little fine bubbles. And the owner Vito, he's a character. He calls them the caviar, <laughs> the caviar of bubbles, because they're nice and tiny. And um, yeah, the sodas are just a really cute alternative to. Um, they're they're just a whole new beverage. At least for mm-hmm. me, I've been you know uh, hesitant for a long time to drink soda. Um, but then when I started learning about craft sodas and how back in the day, each, each town had its own soda factory. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of so, like a coffee shop. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it reflected the, the taste of the, the area. So, right. um, hence we have a lot of birch beer and root beer in mm-hmm. our area. 
Um, and so I just, I think it was that nostalgia that really captivated me and that terroir, that, that regional taste. Mm-hmm. That well, what was that word? Terroir? terroir? What does that mean? It means the taste of the land, the story wow. of the land. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a French word and I, I love like to it. use it. The nice. terroir that's revolution. That's a beautiful one. All right. And, and and that's another aspect that I find so interesting about soda is that it you can get a taste of the land through the water mm-hmm. that they use mm-hmm. and the flavors that they choose. And so these are our nearest regional sodas that are being made until we start making them here, which mm-hmm. I'm down for. Well, there, it says Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's Pittsburgh for sure. Mm-hmm. But I find that, you know, at, I'm a farmer's market manager, too. Some of you guys remember me from Pine Grove. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm becoming more and more hyper-local. Good. I like that, hyper-local. Love regional, Mm -hmm. love commonwealth, Mm -hmm. but the more local we can get, the more... um, Absolutely. Well, we save that, that we, you know, the, the dollar stays, stays in our community yep. mm-hmm. and it really reflects, it gives us a sense of pride when we put out our own flavors. Yep. And uh, so I hope that there's some interest in people who want to do sodas because I am totally down. Can I crack one of these bad boys Please open? Please do, especially that This one. is a mint ginger ale. I love mint. I love ginger and I love ale. Um, so this is, oh, you want to smell that? Right. Can you smell that oh, on the podcast, people? Oh, oh, Can you smell oh, it? Oh, oh, So it's like, it's smell like, uh, imagine a piece of mint. Mm-hmm. You slap it like Andrew Paisano over there at the oh, winery. Oh, the Paisanos. And uh, oh, that's then good. you add a little bit of seltzer. Mm. It is cane sugar. Now, you mm-hmm. know, look, sodas and even Vito Girasole, who is the owner of it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a millennial. He's full of oh, vinegar. He? Yeah. He's, he's nice. in his late 30s. And, right. and he owns it. And his family owns a successful Italian restaurant in Pittsburgh. So it's kind of mm, in the blood. Very cool. But um, he is you know, revitalizing this, this soda factory. Mm-hmm. But he even says, so, hey, this, is, this isn't something that you have every day, mm-hmm. multiples. It's right, a treat. Right. Yes, exactly. And so, um, knowing that it's a treat, uh, he does use the you know the finest of ingredients. It is pure cane sugar, mm-hmm. and just uh, like our cookies just, here at Inglebean, you know, it makes a difference. Yeah, a whole huge difference. Yep. Um, and um, so they really they, they do their best to create uh, just really fine craft sodas usually lower in calorie count the calories are on here in case mm-hmm. it's a, you know an issue for you which for a lot of us it is because we want to be healthy yep yep um the seltzer has zero which is of course well that's good <laughs> but the mint ginger ale has been a total uh really really popular in in here in state college yeah, because a good one. tussie is is carrying it and they're putting it you can you can buy it um just as a soda but a lot of times people are putting it as mixers so oh. elk creek bought it they it, it makes a really easy mojito oh. um so you can find these sodas but the mint ginger ale has been the most popular because it's just really different tasting yeah. i would love to sell that here at dingle bean i know we were talking backstage in the green room. <laughs> um, we would like to try to sell these here at the Inglebean. I know we're working out some logistics, so hopefully we could get this into the Inglebean. Um, I like to sell, you know, healthy iced teas and things like that. And the sodas, we do have some, a couple of flavors of soda, but the, you know, same thing as this, very organic and no high fructose corn syrups and things like that. So hopefully we get to have the Red Ribbon Soda brand here in the Inglebean. Um, Heidi, if you uh, have some time, you could stick around a little Absolutely, bit later. Absolutely, I'd love to. Back, that was a pretty good episode with Cup of Joe with Joe. A lot Unfortunately, of Unfortunately, Joe wasn't here with you. Well, mm. in spirit, mm. he Joe's was. fun. Did you ever meet Joe? No, yeah, I have not no? met him yet. He is the Happy Valley Joe. Okay. In Penns Valley. <laughs> no. uh, in Penns Valley. Well, Joe and I did have a, a website called Yo Penns Valley, so it's kind I, of. You I know, love that. YoPennsValley.com. Check that. it out. <laughs> We're still tweaking it. We want it to be, you know, a very a, a central place where people could find out what's going on in the valley. So. Well, that's a, that's how you and I connected was through oh, the Yo Penn right. Valley. Yes, yes, and I yep. mean, as an Easterner, to, when I hear Yo, I, yo. Mean, I have to I have to answer the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that that was really cool. That it like I love bulletin boards, and to mm-hmm. me, that was oh, yeah. what Yo Penn's Valley means. Yep, yep. Like, what's going on? The bulletin board was one of the first things we put up here in the uh, in the coffee shop. I've taken pictures of mm-hmm. it. I love it. Yep. Yep. Just want to build community. You know, that's why I came here. 
a coffee shop is, you know, could be used as a vessel to build community. Historically, that's how it's been. Mm-hmm. We were talking about like soda pops and things like that. I mean, soda fountains. It. Yeah, for right? soda fountains. Yeah, people going in there, sitting at the bar, you know, not having to have an alcohol, sitting down. Kids could go, high school kids. Now, high school kids are just stuck in their phones, you know. There's no sense of community. They go to, you know, 8 o'clock, they have to play football practice. There's no interacting with kids except for, you know, whatever they're doing. Then they have to go home and, you know, and it's, it's, very, it's very sad and, you know, organized. There's no free-ranging kids Free anymore. range. Yep. Free range. So things like, you know, bringing back sodas and, you know, coffee shops and things like that. Teas. Will, teas are a very big one. Coffees. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you got to get the coffee in there, too. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that when I was a kid, that was we had a coffee house in Delray mm-hmm. Beach, Florida. And that was that was where everyone from teenagers mm-hmm. to, you know, seniors would, would hang out. And it was really great because we all talked with each other. Right. Right. Yep. People don't do that anymore. They 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 communicate via text message or Instagram. And I love that. I yep. do love e-communication. Right, but, but there it's is, not to replace. It's not. No, it's not. The face-to-face. It, it, no, value. it's mm-hmm. not that. That face-to-face. I, I think, especially today, yeah. when I feel that we're. It was the Civil War, then the '60s. You know, there mm-hmm. was so much cultural conflict, and I think that we're there too. But once we have that one-on-one, mm-hmm. and we see each other as flesh. Yep. It, there's a softening that yes, happens. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yep. And we can't, you know, the pitting against each other and the labels. Mm-hmm. Well, they all absolve once we're talking to each other, yes. making eye to eye. Absolutely, that's so true. That's very. And true. coffee and sodas are are something that all people can get on board with. That's right. You know? Yep. And you everybody. don't have to be 18 or 21 to drink any of this stuff. You could always come down to Inglebean, play some games, some music. Go, you know, wherever you're going to go. Read a book. Mm-hmm. Reading. Know? Reading's a, <laughs> a lost skill, too. It is. Not a lot of people just did that. They do. But to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, this weekend, I had a really great opportunity. I was farm-sitting because Ooh. we were airbnb the house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel well, so my kids were taking care of the animals. And, and I, all of a sudden, I decided to give my permission to go back to the 80s and just... <laughs> Sit with the fire and yeah. a, and a book in front of me. Yep, it's a beautiful, beautiful evening. It really That's was, sure. and yep. it almost felt like a, you know a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. that I was taking <laughs> this time. But at at the same time, it goes into that whole like hige and and you know snug and the slower mm-hmm. living. Yeah, that oh, I yeah. that mm-hmm. I think is really important. And as a southern girl, I really appreciate here in the north with the forthcoming winter is that is the quiet time of it's, the winter it forces you to do you know say stay in home play games you know build a fire read a book playing in my kids they they i think because we've moved up here have are starting to play instruments because oh, nice. that's what you do mm-hmm. you know in the winter there's a big musical uh, culture in this area They're which is great huge mm-hmm. huge yep. so um yeah so with your sodas we've been talking about um, I know I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, you did mention a little bit about, you know, maybe soda could be an alternative to, to drinking. Like a lot of times when I go to, say, Elk Creek or to any bar where people are drinking, I miss, um, I don't even miss the alcohol anymore. You know, that's, that's a hard one, you know, it missing is. drinking every day or something. You know, that's a physical addiction. But also the, the social addiction of it, you know, going out and grabbing a beer with your friends, like, hey, let's go have a beer, you know. So a lot of times, what you know, it's kind of rare to find in a bar. I'll find a kombucha, you know. So I'll right. order a kombucha. But what if you could drink some, you know, like ginger beer? Put that in a in a nice 16 ounce cup. No one's questioning you because whenever you're at a bar and you you know you have a glass of milk or a coffee, that's everyone's question. Yeah, oh, it? what happened? Or are you on antibiotics? And you I gotta know. explain. No, are you I, on antibiotics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just don't want to die. <laughs> you know, I would like to try to live a little bit longer. So, if you do, if you are still new to the the non-drinking thing, you know, maybe you know. I like that. Getting a nice ginger beer, even something that looks like a a mixed drink, you know, like get a a Coke on the rocks, you know, or, or not a Coke, but a nice, ooh, cherry. I didn't even the, see this one, cherry, like a nice cherry on the rocks. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I've I've really curtailed mm-hmm. and have become a, a fan of non-alcoholic beverages because. Uh, 
I love feeling great in the morning. Mm-hmm. The, I am a morning person. Yep. It's my favorite time of day. I get to drink coffee, which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get mm-hmm. up in the morning and make my coffee. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> excuse me. I just, um, I started to turn the page mm-hmm. and um, life is precious. I'm, I'm over the 40 year mark me and I, I feel that time and I don't. And Evolving. It, yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm evolving. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. Spending, you know, 30 years drinking. Okay, well, what's next? Yeah. And what's next was um, I, I got into selling these shrubs for Tate Farm. We do demos, and I do demos all over the state for them. Oh, and they're, they're a really, um, they're, they're well known here in central Pennsylvania. They're a vinegar based mixer. They were. Um, Basically, they came about through the colonials. They were um, preserving their fruit. Really? Yeah, they would <laughs> they would put a bunch of vinegar on their fruit, and this this syrupy liquid evolved out of that. And oh, um, so y- you can get it in Colonial Williamsburg and stuff. But hmm. Kim Tate in 1986 had this bumper crop of raspberries. She didn't know what to do with it. She started thumbing through old cookbooks, found a recipe for shrub. Wow. And it was revitalized in 86. So now there's all these great flavors, and you can just have a, a really good time just with the shrubs. And what, <laughs> what do you do with the shrubs? Is so it... with, you, you can have a great time making mixed drinks, but the, the easiest thing that you can do is take any of the shrubs, wild blueberry, spiced apple is what we have here. Mm-hmm. There's pear, there's strawberry basil, and just add it to seltzer. Oh yeah, you know, and and it's to taste. I mean, I, you can have a grand time and make it really, you know, sugary and mm-hmm. sweet. But if you just want a wisp of flavor, then you just, you know, just a, a little, little bit, bit. Yeah. and it's just something nice to sip on. <coughs> so this I, has sugar in it. It does so have sugar be sweet? in it. Oh, yes. so you can make like an Italian soda with these and. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really cool is that we have a mixer here in our region right mm-hmm. here within our own zip code nice now dennis and i were talking earlier about um my penchant my blooming penchant for hyper hyper local so i love our sodas mm-hmm. and pennsylvania actually offers quite a quite a number of independent sodas mm-hmm. but wouldn't it be great if we had one here in center county i would just love that so could be that one that if we if we could get people to we've got the shrubs already we've got the mixers but Mm -hmm. if we can start to make these sodas that would be awesome i just came back from um washington where my parents live Mm -hmm. and there's an island called lummy island right across on the puget sound they're making they're making tonic and i think that that is so cool this little island has their own tonic water (laughs) so i know with the innovation and people's love of fermenting and 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 making things here that we can totally make soda i think we can um yeah that is a really good idea any thought of them just uh bottling soda yeah putting some carbonation in there and water they i don't know um we there are different restaurants throughout Mm -hmm. the east coast that buy shrub there's one in particular in dc that Mm -hmm. they've made like a shrub bar oh nice like a soda bar yeah like a soda soda bar bar. and i think that that's kind of cool allowing consumers allowing patrons guests Mm -hmm. to make their own so if you had uh, you know those available and then you could People love to make their own. That's why those yeah. big soda machines mm-hmm. where you can like mix and match are so yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to think that we could do that our own here and with our own ingredients that we should choose. So like, you know, this is or- generally uh, organic fruits that are in, in it. It's uh, apple cider, mm-hmm. vinegar, and um, organic sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, and the same thing with these sodas is that there's no high fructose corn syrup. So the more that we can, the more craft, the more control we have over the substances. And then, you know, a soda isn't terrible. It's it's a treat still, mm-hmm. but it's there's much more, you know, they're more natural ingredients. Yes, and that's important. You know, like our cookies having sugar in them, but having it being like a, an organic and a, a raw sugar, it's not processed until it's like bleach white. Yeah, makes I a mean, big difference. Th- I always, oh. and maybe it's, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold, but maybe it's, I, I don't know, maybe it's too much, who knows. But I always think about like France and mm. how come they can get away with, you know, 
drinking and you know having these these you know the cheeses and the mm-hmm. this but really it, it boils down because it's it's a very it's a pure food yep, yep. it's not a franken mm-hmm. food right right it's not processed a million times over and yep, and that's that what the, the beauty of these sodas here is that they're not a franken soda yep very they're simple ingredients very simple they've been around yep. since 1904 the recipes haven't changed there have been some new uh, additions to the flavor profile mm-hmm. but um you know the ginger beer i think was was the first ginger beer here in the united states right here ginger beer the ingredients filtered carbonated water cane sugar ginger root oil of ginger natural essence oils citrus acid and caramel color and that's (laughs) that that's it there's no douche neck i'm number 10 or red dye number 60 or any kind of stuff like that that you know who knows what it's doing to you? Because exactly. they used to say cigarette smoking was good for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah you would have you to know? doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that stuff we put in uh, in Coca Cola. That's fine for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you won't be around in ten years to you know back up that statement. So yeah, really great that you know there are turn- there are alternatives to. And I really foresee that um, there's going to be a change forthcoming in terms Mm -hmm. of what people choose to ingest. I was just reading an article. um, It was in The New Yorker, and it was about low ABV, so low alcohol by volume Mm -hmm. drinks, and zero proof coming Mm. onto the scene as younger people are buying into the, as I think it was called, the Mm -hmm. high-on-life attitude. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that really refreshing. And, that, oh, yeah. and um, I love that the younger generations are putting more emphasis on clean living. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Things like, you know, medical marijuana are becoming a, a replacement for people to stop drinking. I know that's kind of my story, you know, hanging out with celebrities. I used to always go to the hottest bars in New York City and drink all for free. And I took advantage of it. And, you know, slowly I started switching over to, you know, Maybe a little marijuana before I go out or something like that where I didn't have to, you know, drink three pints of vodka to, you know, feel comfortable. Feel comfortable. Because mm-hmm. me, myself, I'm kind of like a, I'm an introvert, social extrovert kind of thing. You know, yes. you put me in a party, you know, I can have a good time. You know, I'll be, you know, life of a party. But I'd rather probably just, you know, hang out in the background and, you know, just... Maybe do something on my property or something. So I understand, yep, but alcohol really mm-hmm. helps any of us who are, even mm-hmm. those of us who are extroverted. We do have a shyness about oh, yeah, us, yep, and, mm-hmm. and that alcohol opens it up. But I yep. think that it can open you up way, way too, too much. much. Yeah, we were talking about you know just simple thing like you know you have a beer <laughs> and you know you accidentally clip an Amish buggy and the person dies and that's your life. That's you know you're going to jail. You know it's not it's not worth it. You know because. I definitely see when I, I would drink um, and drive. I yeah. will say I've done it. You know, I'm not <laughs> a saint. I drive like an ass. You know, I think I could drive 900 miles an hour, and I know what I'm doing. I am a great driver. But, I mean, even if I was the world's best driver and if there's there was no way of me ever hitting anybody, that doesn't stop somebody from opening up a car door or a little kid running out of the street or a dog. Or, or a deer. Or yeah. a deer. Well, we didn't have those in the city. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> well, sometimes you did. <laughs> but very rare. But, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen, you know. Where, you know, there, there, there has to be replacements for people to enjoy or I like that, And I like that you say that because I struggle with that, like, well, is that just, you know, is somebody going to make the argument that you're replacing one, you know, replacing addiction for addiction? But mm-hmm. I I almost wish that that argument didn't exist. And I guess that really depends on what I'm going to talk about. So mm-hmm. I, it is. There are good addictions. It is so refreshing mm-hmm. to go to a place where, like Washington, where marijuana is legal mm-hmm. and you have alternatives. Mm-hmm. And. I can walk around a college town and the vibration is so different because people will go to the smoke shops mm-hmm. and then the the places that do serve alcohol, they're really, like I said, into the low alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and alcohol is kind of going by the wayside. It's yeah. becoming passe. Mm-hmm. Just like cigarette smoking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are starting to slowly realize like, hey, you know what? One out of 10 doctors don't recall, you know, don't, Save your drinking's good for you. So, I think people are starting to love uh, love life more. 
I think you know, and and if you love life, you want to appreciate it. You don't want to wake up, you know, Saturday morning because you had too much fun on Friday night. Like, well, there goes my Saturday. I had a good Friday night, and then Saturday stinks, and then Sunday. And I think that so many of us. I mean, the fact that it's become a joke mm-hmm. that. You know, I wish there was an app that would stop my drunk texting. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's... I think there's a lot. There is so much foolishness. Mm-hmm, exactly. Unnecessarily foolishness. And then as you get older, that foolishness has Becomes greater consequences. Pro- yeah, they become real life problems. They really you know? do. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're younger, oh, it's kind of a you know, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And you and I grew up with like a like glorification. Mm-hmm. Of drunkenness, you know, right. See Revenge of the Nerds, and yep. you know cake all of and, and keg mm-hmm. stands and stuff. But as you get older and you and you say things or you 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 know you get behind the wheel of a mm-hmm. car, there's serious repercussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have a daughter, and I don't want to show her that's the way to life. You know, her mother's doing a good enough job doing that, teaching her to drink. So I'm like, well, I'll show you the opposite side. See who who turns out better. You know. In the long run, so. Well, I went and saw a concert, Jake Shimabakuru. He's like the Jimi Hendrix of ukulele. And it was kind of, it was awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. But he, it was, it was cute because for the first time, and again, I'm in my 40s now, but it was the (laughs) first time when I heard musicians say, I want you, if there's any kids in the audience to know, we don't do drugs. Nice. And I, I didn't think that was cheesy. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I was like, really touched by mm-hmm. that. Yeah, people care. Some people care. People care in that you can get a lot done mm-hmm. by not engaging in in alcohol. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and I and I, it takes me a little bit of time to you know stutter my way through that sentence because so much of my life has had in the culture we live in mm-hmm. booze. Yep. Um, but. I mean, to be real, Dennis, it's life has been so much better without yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I kind of forced myself in that position, you know, like here at the coffee shop, you know, when I, I spend most of my time in here and there's no alcohol here. So I'm forced to have a good time without alcohol. You know, we have the slacker ride where, you know, a lot of long distance riders, they'll, you know, drink at the end. So here, you know, we'll do a nice little slacker ride, four or five miles and, We'll come back and have a coffee and just have community. We'll all come back. We could still talk. We're joking around, having a good old time, everyone laughing. But there's no hangover the next morning. <laughs> there's no hangover. And if you've ever, if you're never, if you're the one not drinking or if you bartend. Oh, yeah. You hear everybody's, <laughs> like my friend had a bumper sticker that said, blah, blah, blah. And that's really what it becomes. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the hubbub of coffee houses after you know a ride or mm-hmm. like a sober party mm-hmm. there's laughter yep. there's heady conversations there's people playing board games yep. like yep. it's there's a like a jovial depth to it that mm-hmm. isn't happening and in, yep. in, i don't know where, where booze is flowing yeah mm-hmm. so it's a good replacement you know a lot of the reasons why I came out here was just for an overall cleaner lifestyle. You know, with the food I'm eating, the land I'm growing food in, the air I'm breathing in you know, the cities, you can't take a breath of fresh air. That's Period. true. <laughs> you can't. No, you I mean, can't. there is not fresh no, air. Truly, they do have I... oxygen bars now, so you can actually go into a bar and breathe fresh air. But I remember <laughs> because my, uh, my brother lived in Manhattan, I mm. mean... One would blow your nose, and I know that's foul, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, oh, I what know. comes out of your yeah. nose is black. Yeah, it's it's pretty scary. I remember, you know, on 34th Street, I had a store in, um, right in the center of Manhattan, and I would put flyers out in the morning, and you come out, you know, an hour later, and you run your finger wrong, no the, way. and your fingertip is black. You could see the line of schmudge no kidding. on the paper, just from hours of being out there. So that's the air you're breathing all day long. So well, that, it is. The water. It, it is a. Cle- it's such a cleaner lifestyle out mm-hmm. here, and I think that you even understand it. You know, the time that a cleaner time, mm-hmm. like morning, has its place, yep, and yep. just mm-hmm. um, and you're not rushed constantly. I yes. think when you're rushed and you're tweaked, then mm-hmm. you really do want booze because it it numbs you. Yeah. You know, weed. It just kind of. 
I don't know. It levels you out. Levels and you, you out. Could, you could smoke too much of that, too. You know, you could sit there and, you know, be high all day. Of and, course. You know, sit on a video game couch, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yes. you know? But, you know, be productive. You know, you could microdose, microdosing. I mean, people microdose oh. with mushrooms and all kind of things. And, and it's not... It, it, it literally is like a medicine. I mean, I'm sure you could take NyQuil and blast it down, you know, be all, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with things like mushrooms and, you know, medical marijuana, things like that. If you microdose where you just take a little bit, you know, you vape a little bit or just have a, just, it'll give you a good baseline. But microdose, you see, and, and Dennis, this is where I love young people because it, <laughs> it's, it is the millennials and Gen Z mm-hmm. that have come up with this idea. They really have this penchant for moderation that yes. mm-hmm. boomers and Gen Xers. Just I think don't they're learning know. from us. I think they may be learning from us. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that could be it. Hopefully, that's it. If they're not learning from us, we're all screwed. <laughs> but they're but the whole concept of microdosing mm-hmm. that people don't have to take like you know an eighth of mushrooms, throw right. up, do yep. stupid shit, mm-hmm. you know. But but can take that little bit in that yep. it's a like you said it's medicinal. Yeah, I mean you have PTSD or any kind of anxiety. You take you know I mean it's literally like 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 a half of you know it's tiny point two grams yeah, point or two. something mm-hmm. is what they suggest. And you won't feel it. You'll just realize at the end of the day, you're like, wow, hey, I had a nice day. Yeah. You know, you don't feel loopy. You know, you could take any test, eye, hand-eye coordination. None of it's affected. You know, you just slowly put good things in your body and, and good things will come out. You know, things, you know, there, there are a lot of bad things we put in our bodies. So, I mean, that's, I know we were talking earlier why you came out here. I mean, that's one of my biggest things, you know. I'd never been out here before. I just wanted to get away from all that garbage. You know, I was trying to study gardening and things like that. And I'm gardening in Jersey City and realized, like, wow, I can't pull anything out of the ground. That's not going to poison me. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons why I'm out here. <laughs> and you moved out here for your kids? Well, I, I moved up here because, I mean, like I, uh, I had said previously, my ex-husband was from mm-hmm. the area. Um, uh, and with our children, you know, obviously we have to stay close. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I grew up in South Florida, and you know, every day, one thousand people move into the state. Mm-hmm. And after twenty five, thirty years, you <laughs> really begin to feel that. Yeah. And um, I remember it was like just after my divorce and obviously that's not like the happiest of times Mm -hmm. so i was already kind of depressed but it was it was president's day weekend and i had my children and i wanted to go to the beach Mm -hmm. and i'm driving in boca raton that was where i was from and i had to drive to west palm beach and still didn't find a parking spot so i drove for 45 minutes along a1a wow. and i couldn't find a parking spot to go to the beach and i and i was in tears you know Aww. my babies were you know like uh, in the back and i just said i'm out of here yeah i am out of here and so we pulled up stakes i got up here before my ex did and um it was a it was a culture shock there's no mm. doubt about it dennis but i knew coming to a place called center county how could i, I mean, <laughs> Yep, how could you not be centered? Totally, center and County. then even that magazine, Centered, I saw mm-hmm. that like at the airport, and I was like, okay, all signs point to this place. That's so amazing. You know, being in the coffee shop, I get a lot of the new people in town. Mm-hmm. I hear that story so much. You do? So many times. There's one uh, couple that they are looking for a farm in Milheim because the universe specifically said Milheim, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. Never been here before. And, you know, there's other stories behind it, but just literally, just Milheim. So they're buying a farm here in Milheim. It's a, there's this. a vortex, <laughs> you know. I don't know what's happening, but I feel, you know, I don't have any family here. Me either. And, well, and yet, well, let me rephrase that. There is a family here. They, we, there's they, one of my family members. There's Joe! Hey, Joe! You made it! Get in here! Get in here! <laughs> Cup of Joe with Joe! It's official. Oh, well, we... Wash up, a Joe, wash up. and he come back in up. here. Okay. Central Pennsylvania washing. Yes, wash. Wash. bath the baby. Wash. Wash the baby. So yeah, a lot of lot of really cool, you know, people. The, the people that stay here, even like Joe, you know, very stress free. You know, very simple lifestyle. You know, 
don't need a million dollars. You just need to get your your bills paid. I mean, my, my definition of wealth is having all your needs met. You know, if you have your shelter, food, and a couple of necessities met, that's it. Anything else over that is abundance. That's, you know, you don't need it. You know, at the point of having your needs met, that's where, you know, anything over that is wealth. You know, you, you, you have your baselines met and you can live a very happy life. And a lot of people around here, they do that. You know, they'll work two, three days a week, you know, just enough to get their, their rent paid and their mortgage paid or a sandwich and, a, you know, a couple of drinks of soda or beer, whatever you want. Right. And they're happy. You know, they're not sitting there for 40, 50 hours a week, you know, going for that $100,000, $200,000 paycheck and burning themselves out and being miserable at home and fighting with their spouse and putting their kids in soccer and baseball because they have no time to watch your kids and here's a cell phone, go teach yourself. And, you know, it's, it's, oh, I, I get I worked up. I do too. <laughs> I understand. It's quality of life. Quality of life. One yeah. of my very favorite books is called Radical Homemakers. Hmm. And it, and it is about that, that idea of enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. you know, when, when people are stressed out, uh, you really need you know look at your budget it's toxic it's toxic Mm -hmm. but it's we do need to take ownership over our own stress levels absolutely yeah well absolutely yep you know if you're stressing about you know things yeah about keeping up with the joneses you need a new audi because you know your bmw is not the cool car anymore it's like what smack hell yeah i even had to do it dennis with like my heat like Mm -hmm. I, I can't keep my house at 74. Yeah. You know, it's just very expensive. And it doesn't do you any good because most of the time you're not even there, right? That, <laughs> and, you know, I really, 60s, you know, I can keep it 66, mm-hmm. 64. I put on a sweater. You know, I, I make it's jokes at the kids. that we It is healthier. Mm-hmm. And so even things like that, like uh, ways to save money and then... It's hard to keep, you know, with, with the keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Even I, who's like really doesn't represent the Joneses too much, I can sometimes, especially in March, mm-hmm. I have found that March? if I'm, yeah, for some reason, like if I'm looking, I've, I've, it's like Farmer's Almanac. I've been able to record it. <laughs> it's everybody's going on spring break and mm. say, I can't, if I can't go, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm. it really takes a lot of internal fortitude and right, just right. like, you know what though? <clears throat> My my life is pretty much a vacation. Yes, yes. <laughs> I tell people my day off is every day, and there's always something I have to do at work. <laughs> yep. Or, you know, taking my life in early retirement, you mm-hmm. know, installments of early retirement. Mm-hmm. I grew up That's with parents so who, you know, they were total 80s people, mm-hmm. and, and they made it, and they did it, and, yep. they, you know, they're both millionaires, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I, but I would have killed. Mm-hmm. For my, for one of those parents to stay home, yeah. I really would have yep. killed for it. And I'm sure they, you know, and they're, you know, later on in life, they're, you know, people like that are gonna regret. Like, you know what? I got two million dollars in the bank, but I have a daughter I hardly know. You know, what's a, that worth? And a son, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. my mom and is, a wife probably too. Like, you know, they probably slept in the same bed, and you know, <laughs> well, they ended up divorced. You well. know, so I mean, one of the great, you know, I asked my kids like. Do you guys like when you come home and mommy's home? And they love it. And that makes me happy. I can't hang out. You can't hang out? Well, come say hi, Joe. Yeah, and give a cheers. The cup okay, of Joe and Joe. Kombucha. Heidi. Hi, <laughs> nice hi. To meet nice you. to meet you, too. Oh, yeah. That's where you guys are met. Products. Yep. They nice. are. You want a cherry Coke or ginger beer, Joe? Uh, maybe later today. All right. We'll save one right, for we'll you. We'll keep them cold. You got yes. a kombucha. Yes. Yes. Nice. Let's see you on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, we see you. Yeah, yeah we see you too. Nice. We're all working really? together. Yeah. I'm shy. No, I'm shy. <laughs> Joe's the shy. face of the Ingle Beans of right. Yo Pens Valley. Yo Pen Yo Pens Valley. Dot com. <laughs> all right, that was Joe. And and that yeah. and therein also lies the quality of life of living in a small place. Yeah, you know? knowing everybody and really. You know, feeling connected, like if someone's house burned, I mean, it's amazing. I've seen these, you know, people's houses burned down, and especially with the Amish community. I mean, mm. it's built up, you know, like 48 hours later, they're, well, there's a house here again. You know, it's the same thing with the English, you know, people will pull together and just... The barn raising spirit mm-hmm. is outstanding. We it's were talking about, like, uh, you know, not having family here, but 
you are you know you're taking care of Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good cha- non charity like we do the Quarry Fest for uh, the Hope Fund. It's pretty much a, a local nonprofit that just puts money in a bank account for anybody in the valley that needs it. Are you really? Yeah. It's amazing organization yep there's no nobody gets paid it's just a board of like all right these people file the request that they need rent you know these they lost their job or whatever and they don't pay their no rent for kidding. a couple of months yeah the hope fund the pens valley amazing organization all volunteer base and you know a lot of times when even charities you know you get like the red cross they give you know legally to be a, a, a legal charity you only have to give eight percent of oh. everything you bring in so you could bring in hundred thousand dollars, and you could only you only have to give eight percent of that to the organization. So, CEOs get paid, and these people, you know, so commercials it's, on TV. It's, yeah, it's a racket, you know. So this is like a this is a, a, a community fund. A community fund. Exactly. Look at that, guys! Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. that is so cool. Yep, this is the community we live in. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It really is. <laughs> so is that is that offered like that money offered at any time? Yeah, it's just a fund, and they, you know, have a website if you need some of it or, you know, you're coming into hard trouble. Hope Fund? Yep, the Hope Fund. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great organization. Well, that, again, you know, it's, it's that small community, that barn raising, and I will tell you, as a person who's from a landscape of, like, over 10 million, mm-hmm. living in a small town, you got to keep your nose clean. You know? oh, yeah. Another reason why <laughs> I have switched the sodas, Yep. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, there's no anonymity in a small yep, town. That's that's very true. That's very true. And I appreciate it. It, mm-hmm. it can be very, um, well, some people don't like it, but I mean, for anybody who's lived in a big city where you're unaccounted for and you, you know, hell, you could be dead in your house for 30 yeah. days and nobody will know. Yeah. Here, um, somebody's going to start knocking on your yeah. door Where's in Joe? Like 12 hey. hours. <laughs> we didn't see you for breakfast at the Inglebean. Where are you? <laughs> You're alive? <laughs> your lights are on. Uh-huh. See, if your lights are on, somebody will come into your car and, and like, turn, turn it off. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good reason to leave your, like, your car door open here. <laughs> it's, it's, I did it for open mic. One of the one of my buddies left his lights on. I just went in there, opened up. Wasn't even sure if it was car. He came back, hey, is that your car? <laughs> Isn't that yeah. cute? Mm-hmm. People out here... You know, just, you know, keys left somewhere and, you know, just lock it and put a sign. Your keys are in Inglebean. Come, you know. No kidding. That happens, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love when establishments become the place where, like, things are safe. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's community. I mean, the community needs a, a central place. You know, a lot of times it used to be church. Yeah, or, it was. Or the government, believe it or not. It you was. Know, like a town they hall, were. But now government's more of like a, a dictator. But, you know, it used to be a focus point, you know. It's all meet at town hall or, you know. Luckily, we have a cafe to fulfill. And coffee houses are, uh, they've been, they're part of our history. They've been a lot of starts of a lot of revolutions. (laughs) A lot of revolutions started in coffee shops. (laughs) There's a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And and they travel through time. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd kind of be an interesting, like you know, movie to follow, like one coffee house from the 1200s on up. Wow, yeah, yep. Well, you could follow the Ingleby and see what we're gonna, what revolution we're starting here. Well, the revolution is clearly quality of life. Yes, and that's the one that I'm behind. QOL, 100 percent. The quality of life revolution. The Telgal revolution. That each town, each region, you know, Mm -hmm. really dials. Deep, digs deep and is Be authentic with for yourself. Yeah. And and here, like it's so authentic, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's no airs, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what it is. Is like really figuring out what is your town made of, what, and being proud of it. And How could you be provide uh, some kind of useful, you know, benefit for the town? Be be you know useful benefit, and how can you all create a quality of life that is uplifting for everyone yep, beneficial for everyone yep you don't have one person doesn't have to suffer for another one to to feel good about themselves it's not true yep you said it mm-hmm. yep got to do the right things and i'm all cool with 30 hour work weeks and lower yeah i oh, was I, thinking, yeah. <laughs> i'm there already <laughs> uh, it's I, really important that people take time out for themselves yes and i, I try to change uh, teach my daughter like if if you're doing something you love, I mean, it is, <laughs> it's right. not even a job, it, you right. know? You're just doing something that you enjoy doing that if I was a millionaire and I didn't have to work, I'd probably be doing the same thing. So, you know, different communities like YouTube, you know, I started a YouTube channel 
main well for two reasons one to doc, document everything for my daughter because she's mm. not paying attention to what I'm doing now it'd be great if I had my no grandfather kidding. you know imagine my grandfather and you know flying B-17s and doing you know, all the cool stories he has you know I have them in audio form in my mind but imagine if I could see the crazy stuff he did with these airplanes and there's all the stories on motor he was a crazy guy <laughs> but if I had videos of that so I'm Filming everything, so my kidding. daughter, when she's you know 40 years old and she pops out a couple kids, hey, look at your grandfather doing crazy stuff, you know? It'll be great. And also with the great community on YouTube, they, I, I learn a lot, you know? I, I'm, I love YouTube. My, my tagline is the city, the city boy homesteader. I mean, I say, you know, um, like the, the opening, together we can learn and accomplish anything. I'm not here to... I'm, I'm going to teach you what I know. I'm in no means an, ex, an expert in this. I probably know a lot more than others, but I'm here more to, to learn from everybody. Like when I post a video of a shed I made, I have, you know, three contractors <laughs> below. Uh, you might want to use two by eights instead of two by sixes. And I'm like, oh, thanks, you know, and I learn. And now I kind of like ask the questions first and then I do them. So, but it's such a great community. It you is. Know? The so collaboration. You, yeah. I mean, it, it's not only the, you know, the coffee shop community, you know. There's communities on YouTube it, and Facebook and Instagram. You know, it's a, it's a problem when you're, it's like the, the marijuana smoking. You know, you could smoke marijuana all day and just be on the couch and just, or you could microdose, you know, use your, your, your Facebook as, you know, like, hey, everybody, this is what we're doing this weekend. You know, just check up on a couple friends that you don't, you know, maybe, like I have friends in Africa, in, 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 uh, right. in a, a, wow, Nigeria, in a, in a orphanage. It's great. I can't, you know, see what they're doing every day. So if I go to Facebook, oh, look at that. They got a new pump or something. You know, it's good to. To, Check to, up. Keep, it, keep it also, tabs. It's a different type of community. It is. You know, you can't say don't use Facebook, don't use the cell phone because, you know, it's here. It's making our life better. It is. It's what we do with it. You know, you could. it's like guns, you know, like you could use a gun for a good purpose mm -hmm. or you could use it for a bad purpose. It's, yep. And hopefully, you know, the issue isn't the gun. It's what people are doing, you know. So same thing with social media. Yes. It could be devastating on people. I think a lot of the depression and things with kids, you know, going crazy and shooting themselves and shooting other people. I think a lot of it is the the social media kind of platform where the parents and they're they're too much into it. You know, it, it's that that overdose, mm -hmm. you know, of, of a, too much of a good thing. But if you, you know, tailor it to, you know, a couple hours here and there and use it as a business tool and a way to stay close to people. But if you're just like scrolling and just seeing what just everybody like people you don't know california oh he's got those sneakers i want that's that the that's tough that's that's, that's the hard part you know getting addicted part. you know sitting on the couch all day smoking your weed doing your instagram and you know caring what other people think about yourself more than you do it's i wonder dennis if we shouldn't in in you know with the quality of life you've said microdose several times and that really is i mm -hmm. think that that's what it's about i think that that's the next step towards our evolution mm -hmm. is microdosing our lives our, yeah <laughs> and and in our pleasure centers mm -hmm. yes that, oh yeah because it's too much of pleasure it's just i mean it's really easy to get hooked on like on the on facebook mm -hmm. and to see you know who's liking it and who's yep. da, 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 and who's oh ping 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 mm -hmm. ping and that's normal i mean that's what rats do yeah but abstinence isn't necessarily the answer and that's what just to get back to soda mm -hmm. that's why i as somebody who was transitioning from alcohol sodas were great because there's the um carbonation yeah mm -hmm. and so it gives me that satisfaction that i'm looking yep. for and, and there's that sugar rush in there too that you know triggers some things but it's not you know you don't you know have eight of these a day you not know at all. it's, it's and, a and it's a pleasure it, it is and, microdose. and but i don't think that, the one thing that you can't microdose in that there's plenty of room for conversation yes yes that's my don't very very favorite yeah. thing in the whole <laughs> world yep, yep. is talking to mm -hmm. each other and yep. i think you know that's one of the opportunities of like a shorter work week mm -hmm. is to to really get people give people time to talk again yep yep mm -hmm. yep experiences and conversations and i find that a lot of people are chatty when, yeah. when, when you engage mm -hmm, them mm -hmm, yep, yep and you learn a lot about people you grow new friendships i mean how many friendships are formed here at the coffee shop just, oh 
you know, two people out there talking right now that hardly know each other, you know? Now they'll become friends, hopefully. And, and then, like, little acts of courtesy, you know, mm-hmm. holding the door for somebody or somebody mm-hmm. drops their wallet and you pick it up and just having those those engagements that are really, really powerful, yep. one adding up on top of each other. Yep. yep. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we had an amazing conversation <laughs> we here, did. right? We did. Totally. That's a perfect wrap up, I'd say. Totally. You know, to, with technology, you know, being able to, to record this conversation, you know. I like love it. 20, 30, 40 years ago, maybe, you know, we had to record it on the on yeah. a record or something, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And, and, and we wouldn't have really had access to it. I couldn't know? send this to the entire world. I mean, literally I the entire that. world. The world. The entire world. Billions of people have the option to listen to this. Yeah. And unfortunately, only a couple million will. Well, <laughs> it's growing because yes, we're listening growing. to you guys. That's Believe right. me. Yes. I my I love YouTube. My YouTube mm-hmm. people are all over the world, and yeah. I so appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge ASMR fan, and that's you know the what's whisk, ASMR. It's um. I don't remember what each letter means, mm. but basically it's uh, people who whisper or it's like sounds. It's very soft mm. and it, it elicits a response like you get the chills. Interesting. And uh, I know a lot of kids love it. You know, people who love to watch the the, the foam and the, the gack oh, and all that yes, kind yes, of yes, stuff. Yes, yes. So I know a lot of kids oh, are into it, but, you know, or Bob Ross. Oh, I love Bob Ross. Okay, so the way Bob Ross. Or, or Almost Bob Ross. He used to give me <laughs> ASMR. Mr. Mr. Rogers, because he was so chill. And um, so anyway. It's like meditation. It is like meditation. I just want to say that I I thank you to all my YouTube friends out there because you inspire me and I love watching you each and every day. I've learned so much Mm -hmm. um, from my friends worldwide off social media. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Another community to be a part of. We live in some great times right now. We do. We do. Well, thank you very much. Happy Valley Heidi. And where do people, can they follow you? you have a you website? Can, you, can, you can follow Instagram? me on Facebook right now, uh, Happy Valley Heidi. I also run a page called YAPA. That's Y E A H. YAPA, YAPA, however you say it. <laughs> you can say YAPA. So Y E A H P A. And um, otherwise, you know, yeah, Happy Valley Heidi, whether you're a Pennsylvanian or not. I mean, it's all about quality of life. That's you know? right. That's what we're all about here at the Dennis Allen City Boy Home Center Podcast. Awesome. Thank all right, Heidi, thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the amazing sodas and shrugs and all the words of wisdom you gave us today. It and was hopefully my you'll pleasure. be back with us soon. Totally. All right, thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Get outside and go for a walk. Aloha. Bye bye.